Welcome to the Awareness Offerings Podcast, a weekly offering of yoga philosophy discussion and guided meditation for the moments we're living in. I'm your host, Laura Tara Davy Joplin. I'm a yoga and meditation teacher, spiritual social media strategist, and integrative counselor, working to integrate the principles of the spiritual path into every aspect of my work and my life. This podcast is an extension of that work as I navigate the world as a white woman devotee of yoga, living at many intersections of privilege, living in the West, and trying to live with awareness. Thank you for joining me in this work. You're listening to episode 26, Lighting a Candle. Welcome back to Awareness Offerings, y'all. I'm really happy to be here with you after our Christmas week hiatus and here on the final week of the year. This is the final Awareness Offerings episode of 2021, um, the final episode of the inaugural year of this podcast. Started doing this in May, and here we are. This is the 26th episode and the, the wrap-up for the year for us, so it is even more than usual, a deep honor to be here with you. And you might hear my cat eating in the background, and we're just going to allow that to be part of our our present moment experience here. But uh, thank you. Thank you for being with me this year. Uh, thank you for your support. Um, and let's wrap up the year together. And I know we've had sort of an... Um, We've had some on and off weeks from from Thanksgiving really to now between the holidays and some trips I've taken. Um, but starting this week and going into the new year, we will be back to our weekly schedule, um, barring any unforeseen um, moments where it's not feasible. But uh, we'll, um, the, the full intention is to be back to weekly awareness offerings. Um, so... First, as always, if you'd like to support the show, feel free to rate and leave a review on whatever platform you're using to listen. That helps folks find the show. And if you'd like to share via word of mouth or social media, I'm also very grateful for that. And now let's get into it with our opening ritual of singing the sound of OM one time. OM is the sound of consciousness. It is a neutralizing sound. Uh, So we're kind of trying to take anything that feels charged and just neutralize a bit. So we can go into this practice together with deeper perspective, right? Deeper awareness. And you can do this by singing OM out loud or just by listening. If you're coming along, I'll invite you to get your body into a comfortable position. If it is safe and supportive for you to do so, you could close your eyes or soften your gaze by looking down the tip of your nose or at the floor. Just turning your gaze away from the external and toward yourself just for a few moments to really establish that deeper perspective and presence. If you're coming along, I'll invite you to take a deep breath in through your nose if nostril breathing is available to you right now. Exhale through your nose, just clearing some space. And then we'll inhale for the sound of OM one time. Thank you for joining me in that practice. And now we'll get into this week's discussion. And this week's episode, the final episode of 2021, is called Lighting a Candle. And as we speak, I am lighting a candle. 
the candle is lit. It is sitting on my desk with me and will be burning as I, um, throughout this, this episode, as I uh, sit and talk with you and uh, share some practice with you. Um, so I'm lighting a candle here at the end of this year. And I'm lighting a candle for, first and foremost, all that we've lost this year. And actually, I don't know that I want to say first and foremost because I don't want to quant. I don't want to create a hierarchy of of uh, grief or joy or any kind of feeling. But um, first of all, <laughs> I'm lighting a candle for all that we've lost this year. All that we've lost in terms of the death that we have all faced. We continue to lose. Um, lose people, lose members of our community, um, fellow country men, women, and people. Um, we continue to lose people to COVID. And there continues to be death and grief. And we've now lost over 800,000 um, people in here in the United States where I am recording from. Um, and so I light this candle in remembrance, in honor, in grief, in heartbreak, um, and just to see us all in the reality that there is grief that we can't even begin to process, process yet because we're still in the middle of it. So I light a candle for that loss. And I light a candle for all that we continue to lose because we are in the midst of this pandemic still. We're going, you know, we've, we've now been through almost two years of this together and we've lost rituals we've lost the ability to like say meaningful goodbyes and have meaningful hellos in our relationships and communities and workspaces we've lost a lot of shared community rituals and um in-person type feelings and we've just we're you know we're still in the holiday season um we've lost two years worth of um traditional holidays the way that we uh typically observe them uh, a lot of us lost the capacity to be with our families uh, in the way or our loved ones um whomever they may be in the way that we envisioned this year uh, so this this candle i light this candle for that loss um i like this candle for the loss of hope in some ways. And I don't say that to imply that all hope is lost. Um, I'm simply acknowledging that, you know, last year, in some ways, it even though it was, it could, it was more intense and kind of scarier in some ways, because there was a lot more unknown, we had less tools and information than we do now. So we are in a position where we have those things now, and there is less uncertainty. But in some ways, last year, there was more hope, because we knew so little, we did not know how this pandemic was going to take shape, how long it was going to last, there was hope that it would be uh, behind us relatively quickly and now we're going into year three and that hope um, has dissolved in some ways there is still hope I will never ever 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 concede that there is not hope and like I said we have we're in a better position than we were um, you know March of 2020 as so many um, you know scientists public health experts and infectious disease researchers have said um we have so many more tools and information. We have our we have vaccinations. We have um, information about the nature of this virus, even though it continues to change and there continues to be unknown. So there is hope, but there is, in a sense, a loss of the hope that this was going to be a quick thing. So I light this candle for that loss also. 
I light this candle for all that we have gone through as individuals in relationships and community and as a collective society. Because on top of this pandemic experience that we're all moving through together still, we have all, I I don't know a single person who has not had an individual experience an individual challenge or two or seven or 12 to move through in this last year. Um, I have moved through a lot of um, heartbreak in terms of of relationships and and looking for and being open to finding my partner. Um, My father almost died this year and thankfully he's doing really well now. He just had his third surgery after moving through um, a, a, a a battle with ulcerative colitis, uh, developing a colon infection and having to have his colon removed. And then there were three parts. There's basically three surgeries that had to happen um, to um, to help him function. And now he's just had his third. Uh, he was in the hospital on Christmas, uh, but he's home now and he's recovering. Uh, so I've been moving through that this year. I know other uh, beloveds who have sick parents and loved ones. Um, I know other folks who are moving through relationship strife and so much. I couldn't even name it all um, in, in this podcast, but we've all individually had to move through so much challenge. And I know with challenge comes growth, but so much challenge on an individual level this year. And the stuff has been stirred up in relationships for so many of us. Our relationships have gotten sticky and asked so much emotional energy from us. Um, our community communities and how we relate to them, both because we still can't really gather the way we want to and because in this time of just upheaval, so much is coming to the surface and so much inequity and brokenness is being revealed in our communities. That has been challenging. And of course, as a collective, not only are we going through this collective pandemic, but we have been going through this upheaval together where um, we become more and more aware of brokenness, of inequity, of, of oppression. Um, and I know it's a privilege for me to even say the words become more and more aware because I am a woman, um, I'm a white woman, I am cisgendered, I am straight presenting, um, I am come from a middle class family, so I was not always aware of inequities the way that folks who are more marginalized than me um, have been. But collectively, this upheaval has made us so aware of so much pain and suffering in our world in a way that maybe we weren't before. Um, So I light this candle for all that we have been going through on all of those levels. I also light this candle for hope. I light this candle for joy. I light this candle for resistance and resilience and rest and goodness and just open-heartedness. I light it as an ask Um, and a belief in all of those qualities. And I light it to ask that the way to those qualities, the way to goodness and joy, rest, resilience, community care, I light this candle so that the way forward to those qualities would be illuminated for us. I light it out of just a revolutionary hope um, for what's to come, even though I know that there will be more challenge in the year ahead. I am no longer in the position um, where I feel comfortable saying, you know, and I think so, I've seen so many memes about this. I know so many people feel this way, where I feel comfortable saying, yeah, 2022, this is my year. You know, I'm doing it. No longer in that position at all. 
Um, but I do have a, a radical willingness to hope. And so I light this candle to illuminate that hope and, and the way forward to goodness, even through the challenges uh, that still lie ahead. And as we process as we process the challenges that have that we have been through in this last year and beyond. And that's another reason, that's another intention behind this candle that I'm sitting here looking at burning on my desk as I sit here and record this podcast. I light it as um, the fire of metabolism, right? If we think about the belly, in, in yoga philosophy, the belly, our abdomen, our core, um, it's associated with the element of fire. And a lot of that is because our digestive fire is there. That's where we digest. It's where we metabolize um, what we eat. Uh, but food is not the only thing we as humans have to metabolize. And I'm feeling so aware at the end of this year how much we fucking have to metabolize. Um, and so fire is associated with metabolizing, with processing, with digesting our experiences, our emotions, our trauma, all of it, um, and integrating it, right? Using it to fuel us and integrating it as energy to keep going. So I light this candle as a symbol of the fire of our collective metabolism as we work to metabolize and digest and process and integrate all of these experiences, And I say that knowing that it doesn't have to happen right now. It might take a fucking lifetime to metabolize all of this. But I still light the fire um, in honor of our collective capacity to metabolize and to keep going together. So I light this candle in grief, in honor of what has been lost, in honor of the pain that we've been through, and acknowledgement of that. I light it in hope. I light it in as an ask for illumination for the way forward to more goodness, more care, more equity, the qualities we need in the world. And I light it as the the fire of transformation um, that will hopefully empower us to metabolize all that we've been through. And I light it for you. I light this candle for you who are listening right now. I light it in service of all who need more light in this season and coming into this new year and beyond. I light it for us, this community here on Awareness Offerings and anyone who engages with my work, thank you. And just our collective community, our human community, I light this candle for us. And now I will invite us to take that intention of um, lighting the candle, right? Um, like creating an altar of awareness around all that we've been through, hope for what is to come, and the ability to metabolize it all. Um, I invite us to take that intention into our embodied practice. So, this is the moment where we will go into uh, guided meditation, go into some, uh, some contemplative practice together uh, here on the Awareness Offerings podcast. So if you're not in a position to get a little still and go inward uh, safely, or if you're just doing something else, as always, this might be a moment to pause the podcast and uh, return when you're ready. Or if you're coming along right now, I will invite you to come into a comfortable seat. And a comfortable seat is any seat. As long as you can lengthen your spine, which is the center line of your body, it's where your nervous system is housed, where your energy moves, 
Um, and so when it's long and open, things are just more connected, more stable. There's a flow to it. So that's why I say long spine. But you can sit in any which way that allows that, whether you're you know, on the ground sitting cross-legged or uh, you know, if you're sitting in a chair or on your bed, your back might be up against the wall. You might be sitting on some blankets or cushions. Uh, you might be sitting with your legs extended or knees bent, right? Any which way, just finding that long spine. And as you find the seat of your practice, I'll invite you to soften your gaze once again. And you can do so by closing your eyes, gazing down the tip of your nose or gazing at the floor. You never have to close your eyes. You might. But just softening the external gaze to prioritize the internal. To turn toward yourself, which in at the end of this year where there's so much that we have moved through that I have lit this candle in acknowledgement of, it is an incredibly courageous act to turn toward yourself. You might support yourself in that courageous practice with breath, just by noticing the steady rhythm of your inhales and exhales as they move in and out through your nostrils, if nostril breath is available to you right now. It's the way of being present to something that is happening right now. Kind of saying, here I am in this moment as you turn toward yourself, knowing that you are not all the experiences you've been through this year and beyond. You are not what will come next. You are not even the thoughts or feelings you have around it. You are here in the moment and you might start to watch And listen to your breath to affirm that for yourself. You might find that listening or observing, engaging with your breath is not the most supportive or calming, steadying practice for you. And that's okay. It's not always for all of us. So you could choose something else to focus on that's happening right now. Maybe a sound you can hear. Maybe a feeling you feel like a sensation or the clothes on your skin or the air on your skin. Just anything that's happening right now, again, just to support yourself in knowing that you are this moment. You're just awareness, becoming aware of itself. And so as we establish some presence and drop in, settle in, arrive for this meditation practice, our final awareness offerings, shared meditation of 2021. You might start to become aware of some things. You're turning toward yourself and your moment and your present moment experience might include a lot of different things. Might include some physical body sensations. Our bodies might be tired after this year. Our bodies might feel energized as we get ready for the next year. Anything in between. You might notice emotions present. There's a lot, like like we talked about, a lot to metabolize. So you might notice that. You might notice your energy or even your thoughts, all part of your present moment experience. And just starting to hold space for that, to be an open, 
compassionate container for that by just acknowledging what it is you feel and what you're experiencing right now. Not needing to analyze it, judge it, push it away. Understand it fully even, just acknowledging it all. Making room for all that you are right now. And all that you are right now is exactly correct. As you notice these different pieces of your experience here at the end of this year, I'll invite you to acknowledge them and return to your breath after you've acknowledged them or to whatever present moment experience you're using to stay connected. So you acknowledge the physical feelings and then you come back to the breath or the present. You acknowledge the energy, the emotions, and then you come back to the breath, the present. You acknowledge the thoughts, not needing to play out every single one, just acknowledging them. It's okay to have them. Doesn't mean you're meditating wrong. You acknowledge them and then you come back to the breath and the present. You're just teaching yourself here the skill of arriving in the present over and over. And that's really all you need to practice awareness, to practice meditation, to walk the path of yoga, spirituality, consciousness. And now that we've set the space, we've created a container of presence and we're starting to just hold space for all that we're experiencing, we'll go into some breath practice together. We'll do some pranayama. And this is bellows breath or bastrika breath. And the bellows, if you think of an accordion, there's the two handles and then there's the actual accordion shape in the middle that expands and contracts to play the music. That part is the bellows. And in this breath, our lungs and ribs act like the bellows and we deeply expand and contract them. So there is some pumping of the belly going on. It's a powerful breath, but the pace doesn't really matter. It's usually kind of a slower breath with a strong inhale and exhale. And this breath is in the same family as breath of fire, Kapalabhati, if you've ever practiced it, because we're working with the belly, that center of fire. And so we're kind of igniting, we're stimulating some fire in the belly. And 
as we talked about in discussion, the purpose is to help us metabolize, start to metabolize some of these experiences and to kind of light the candle within, light the fire within, to acknowledge and honor all that we've been through, to illuminate the way forward and to metabolize all of these experiences. So we'll light the fire with this breath. And I've been taught by my spiritual teacher, Swami Jaya Devi, that this breath clears our emotional history. So it really is a deep and supportive tool for helping us process our experience and create space um, to, to both process what's happened and get ready for what's to come. So I'll invite you from here to bring your hands to your rib cage, maybe just your pointer and thumb lightly wrapped around your ribs so you can feel your ribs expand and contract. And we'll do about three opening kind of practice rounds of this breath. And then we'll go into a more um, dedicated um thorough, the the right words aren't coming to me, but we'll go into a full round uh, together after a few practice rounds. So take an inhale with some power, expand side to side in your ribs. Exhale with some power, kind of like blowing your nose and squeeze a little at your belly. Big breath in, expand your ribs from side to side. Powerful breath out and some contraction, squeezing. Another, expand and open. Release and squeeze a little. Okay, so those were our practice rounds of Bastrika or bellows breath. You can choose to keep your hands on your ribs if that tactile feeling of feeling the expansion and contraction is really good for you, or you can release. You can choose to put your hands on your belly, maybe one hand on your belly and one on your heart, or both hands on your heart. Because one other thing I'll offer before we go into this full round of this breath is that when we get the fire in the belly lit, uh, the belly is right underneath the heart, so it warms and opens the heart. Okay, so choosing your hand position, going back into Bella's breath, this time we'll do several together. And know that it's a big breath, it's very dynamic. Sometimes we're not always used to getting that much oxygen at once, so if you get a little dizzy, it's okay to take breaks. You might kind of tuck your chin towards your chest to get grounded. You can come back whenever you need to. And if for any reason this breath is too much, or if it just doesn't feel good, or you're, you have some blood pressure stuff going on, it's a really heavy flow day and it doesn't feel good to pump your belly, uh, you can just take some belly breaths or just notice your breath, right? Those are options, okay? So if you're coming along, Bastrika breath. Deep breath in. Powerful breath out. And we'll continue together.
about 10 more, but you decide what feels good. Consider five. Three more. Two. One more. Inhale. If and only if it feels good, pause with the breath held in and just let the power of this kind of slow burn fire build for you. You're really oxygenated. You've just oxygenated your cells a whole lot. So you've got breath, but if your mind feels like it needs to breathe, it's okay. If you haven't already, exhale long and slow, squeezing at your lower belly, getting as much air out as you can without force as a gesture of clearing space. And if and only if it feels good, pause with the breath out. A place of stillness. That's what the non-breath offers. And it gives our minds and bodies an idea of what deep stillness feels like. A space of being empty, but in a good way, cleared. Pausing here if you can, but breathing if you need to breathe. If you haven't already, gentle breath in. Again, pause if you can with the breath in, but hold it softly. So not tightening your body to hold the breath, softening wherever you can, like you're holding a lotus flower in your palms, softly and open. And then exhale and allow the descending energy of your exhale to kind of drop you in, drop you into your body, to your heart, out of your mind, out of thinking and into feeling. And just let your breath do whatever it does here. And just feel you have used this tool. It's like a it's like a brain and nervous system reset to establish more depth, more awareness so that you have the space to feel what you feel and experience what you are experiencing right now. holding that compassionate space for the reality of all that you are moving through at the end of this year and all that you hope to cultivate as the year ahead approaches but also just where you are right now and it matters so much And you might notice your body, you might notice in your belly a sense of warmth. 
you've lit the candle, you've lit the flame of transformation and warmth in honor and awareness of all you've been through to light the way forward to where you will go and to help you metabolize all your experiences so you can use them to to use them as fuel to continue. And then you might bring your awareness to the center of your chest, right above your belly. With that fire in the belly, you have warmed your heart and perhaps you allow yourself to breathe in and out at the center of your chest or just notice sensation or visualize light or whatever you need to do to drop into awareness of your spiritual heart. And this is the place where we can hold that compassionate space for all we've experienced and make room for all that is to come and just lovingly meet the experience we're having right now in the present. If the element associated with the belly is fire, the element associated with the heart is air. And air can take up as much space as its container allows it to. And so the heart is expansive and is a place where you can hold all of this, all of this grief, all of this challenge, all of this growth, all of this hopefulness, all of this practice, all this presence is holding it in your heart. From here, I'll invite you to take a breath in through your nose. Sigh through your mouth to ground and release. We'll do that twice more. One more time. And you can begin to blink your eyes open. Maybe move around, return to the space outside of your formal meditation practice. But even as the formal meditation practice ends, I will invite you to continue to hold that space for yourself and notice that warmth in your belly. Keep awareness at your heart. The flame, the candle is lit and it doesn't go out just because the meditation is over. And you, as someone who practices and then moves into the world having practiced, you take the light with you. Thank you for embodying light at the end of this year. 
and the candle will stay burning for you as long as it as long as the <laughs> the wax lasts both um, literally and figuratively the light is here for you Thank you for joining me for this awareness offering and for going into embodied practice with me. You can find me on social media at Laura Tara, L-A-U-R-A-T-A-R-A, on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. My intro and outro music was created by none other than my very own brother, Oxella Sun, O-X-E-L-A-S-U-N, whom you can also find on Instagram.